Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate covers fishing and outdoor-related activity from Knoxville, Tennessee to Abington, Virginia, all the way down to Columbia, South Carolina, and everything in between. They are a local magazine with national reach. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate is ready to take you on your adventure to the outdoors. Sunrift Adventures and Historic Travelers Rest South Carolina has been outfitting the foothills for over 37 years with the best boats, bikes, tents, and more. With great brands, Sunrift has you covered for every adventure. Stop into Sunrift Adventures' unique outdoor shop and say hello today. Go to sunrift.com for more information. That's sunrift.com. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate covers fishing and outdoor-related activity from Knoxville, Tennessee to Abington, Virginia, all the way down to Columbia, South Carolina, and everything in between. They are a local magazine with national reach. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate is ready to take you on your adventure to the outdoors. Choose your adventure with French Broad Adventures. Zipline canopy tours, whitewater rafting, calm water float trips, canyoneering adventures, they've got it all. Best of all, French Broad Adventures are the only raft-zip combo close enough to Asheville that you can experience and make it back to town in time for dinner. Take advantage of their vacation package and save on all the thrills, chills, and occasional spills into the water. For more information or to book your adventure, visit FrenchBroadAdventures.com. Wilkesboro, North Carolina, located in the rolling foothills of northwest North Carolina, is a paradise for outdoor enthusiasts. More than 40 miles of intense mountain biking trails, serene river tubing, record fishing, thrilling disc golf, and epic hikes, all located within minutes of their historic and charming downtown district with monthly concerts, movies, and events. To learn more, visit explorewilkesboro.com. Let's go ahead and welcome our next guest. It's our time to spend with the Nature Center and Friends of the Nature Center. And Kate is here with us. Good day. Welcome to Biz Radio. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you here. And, um, you know, this is a fun time of year to be at the Nature Center. We're, we're excited about it. They're going to be a little more active, we think. So we're yeah, excited about that. I don't well, know. Well, you were but. talking about Mother, <laughs> Mother Nature before. And I feel like, you know, she has an affinity for the Nature Center. So she's just working it out for us. For yeah, that. showing up on cue. Exactly. I, I, I think Chris has got like one of those government-issued weather control devices <laughs> up in there, you know. He might. Um, but, you know, this time of year, you've got the school groups are coming back in again. And, you know, you do anticipate there's going to be a seasonal change here at some point. We're going <laughs> to have that happen. And the animal's behavior completely changes. I got a preview of it. And, you know, getting to see the wolves hunt a squirrel that should oh, not no. have wandered into their <laughs> habitat was a very mutual of Omaha kind of moment. <laughs> I mean, seeing them circle and run around and yipping and things like that around this squirrel. Yeah. And and then Chris is like, yeah, that's uh, what we call natural enrichment activities <laughs> for the wolves. And I'm like, oh, dude, they're hunting it. You know, it was just really something to see them so active. Um, and that's what fall is like, um, you know. And so having having that as something to look forward to, uh, is enough alone. But when you throw in like the heyday stuff and the different events coming up, and are you guys going to be, you've done in the past where you've had like a Halloween event. Yes. Um, so heyday is this Saturday and Halloween is the 26th of October. And then we also have A Winter's Tale, T-A-I-L, um, in December, December 14th. So all those activities um, are, are 
taking place. And we also have some really fun Wolf Howl events, which are evening, since you're talking about the after mm-hmm. hours. Um, we have an adult Wolf Howl and a junior Wolf Howl. We're from 6 to 8 in the evening. You learn about the wolves that we have at the Nature Center, and then we do a flashlight walk out to their habitats, and we see if we can howl with them, which All is right. pretty incredible. Now, now, let me tell you, because I've done this, okay? <laughs> Going through the Nature Center as the sun drops behind the tree lines is a totally different experience. Yes. It was it was exhilarating and <laughs> scary and exciting. It's and wild, yeah. It really <laughs> is. I mean, when you, it, it's hard to believe that, you know, Swannanoa River Road is right below you. You would never know as you're walking through there. And, and I remember we were going through and we had a group of business owners. We're all there for the field trip. And, you know, we went through the bear habitat and the bear was in its, in its den at first and everything. And then we go up a little further and we're not seeing the animals. The bobcat wasn't there. And, and a comment was made, you do plan on having dinosaurs on this dinosaur tour, don't you? <laughs> you know, or something like that. But then all of a sudden it started to get darker. And the mood completely changed. Then we make it to the wolf habitat, and they're hunting. And it's like we're going further into the hairpin at the back of the nature center, (laughs) which is very remote. And there's not exhibits there. You're walking Mm -hmm. through woods, you know, dark woods. And you know that there's a mountain lion up that way. There's wolves right over this way. And it's just a really, really amazing experience. It's true. Every time I go on a hike, whether it's at the nature center or whether I'm just actually hiking. I always wonder how many wild eyes are watching me that I'm not even aware of. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, I mean, this In area. In the habitats is, and the and ones that visit the nature center. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys do have bears that'll walk in the area from the neighborhood, like out toward, what's, uh, what is it? The Trillium Trail. Trail. Yes, actually, we had to pretty much close the Trillium Trail for summer, and thankfully, we're able to just open it um, October 1st because it seems as if the bear family that was frequenting that area finally moved along. So it's back open, which is great. But yeah, we've had that. I think we've had some wild coyote packs. We we definitely have some visitors. I believe we've had some possums visiting our our bobcat that may not have turned out very well either. (laughs) Enrich natural enrichment. Natural enrichment, yes. That's right. Um, And and one of the things that I've wanted us, you know, that one of the reasons we did this was to do the invite for people in the community to get involved, especially in the business community, mm-hmm. to be able to build a relationship with the Nature Center. And the Friends of the Nature Center is an important component on that relationship building in ways that businesses can support. What are some different ways that you can suggest to people out there on how their business and their employees can engage in, in a supportive way with the Nature Center and Friends of Nature Center? Sure. The easiest way for you to engage with us is a corporate sponsorship. Um, I'm the director of development at the Friends, and I handle the marketing and communications as long as well as the fundraising. And for corporate sponsorships, it gives you an opportunity. If, if you love nature, if you love animals, if you love families and education, all those components, then it's a really good fit for you to support the Nature Center financially. Mm-hmm. Um, it is tax deductible, which is also a plus. And you have that opportunity to not only be before the, you know, more than 150,000 people who are going to be coming through our doors this year, as well as our e-newsletter, which has more than 20,000 readers. So we have a lot of different touch points from people who are local, as well as people who are visiting, who um, have that chance to, to learn more about you as you both have a common, you know, affinity for nature. You know, and I know that there are um, there are exhibits or even something just like certain structures or bench areas or anything where businesses have made in-kind contributions Absolutely. as well. So that's something. How do people find out what the needs are 
or you know if they wanted to say hey this is what our business does do you have a need for this we'd like to donate a day where our crew comes out for a cleanup day yeah, or something like that. That's another really great opportunity. We have um, a volunteer coordinator who will help you figure out the right project that works for your team. So just recently, actually, um, Highland Brewing came out with their team. I think 15 people came out and they cleared the coyote habitat. We're able to expand it almost, I think, a third more than it was, which was great. Um, and they just had a great time doing it. So that's a great opportunity as well. And I would say we don't necessarily have a, a needs list right now for in-kind um, that businesses could provide. But if you have an idea, if you've been to the Nature Center and you think that you can fill a niche, let us know. Um, reach out to me and I'm happy to yeah, make that I, connection happen. I think you need help with the bamboo feeding at the Red Panda <laughs> exhibit. That's what, uh, that's what our business wants to get involved in, you know, because we're kind, generous folks. And yeah. We just really see that you're suffering in that area and we want to relieve the stress <laughs> of taking care of those red pandas. Well, partnership-wise, it's always a win-win. A fun <laughs> fact about our um, bamboo with the red pandas is we are growing our own and we're mm -hmm. having some shipment come in but in the next bit we're going to be able to just rely on our own um, stash and um, our red pandas leaf and phoenix actually prefer locally grown bamboo to all the other bamboo so mm -hmm. you know we like to go local well, and, and it's interesting because you know we've talked about it before but with the red panda there are some people that are like wait i thought the nature center just had animals from western north carolina and it's been a really great exercise over this series mm -hmm. to educate people about the prehistoric cousins of the Bristol's panda that lived here in this area, yeah. and which you guys have a model of, you know, there at the Red Panda exhibits, so you can see its ancestor. Uh, but there's only two places <laughs> where, you know, the Bristol's panda, which is a cousin to the Red Panda, modern day Red Panda, and bamboo both only exist in two pockets of the world, and they have to be the same two pockets, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know. So it's really cool to start contemplating. It's like, how does that happen? How is it that you have this one area of Asia and this one area of North America where the bamboo is growing and the red pandas or, or versions of them existed? I, I mean, it, I, I love the things that make you go, hmm, you know, like that old exactly. song. Exactly. It sounds like you need to be a docent volunteer in your spare time because you've got this Bristol's panda thing down. It'd be great to teach some, teach some guests about it. You're doing a great job. Well, I, and, and I got a lot from my son who was in the Young Naturalist program. Right, right. You know, so I've learned a lot about snakes. <laughs> I, I know way more about snakes now than I ever imagined I could a year ago. Um, yeah. and, and that's another great program too. You know, when looking to next summer, as you know, as families are like, well, you know, we've got a teenager and they're looking for what they might want to do. They can apply to the Young Naturalist program and mm -hmm. there's structure to it and you need recommendations, endorsement letters and all that kind of stuff. But what an incredible program uh, that's available for the youth in our area. Right. If, if they are interested in animals, I think many times I know that I loved animals growing up and I thought that really in my brain, even though I went to zoos, I didn't realize that I could be a curator, that I could that I could be involved in that way. I only thought my my line of you know, but potential careers was being a veterinarian. Mm -hmm. And so being able to see animals on a daily basis versus that once a year annual exam is, is pretty special. I think our, our curators um, and keepers have amazing positions and obviously they worked hard for them, but I, I feel like they, they, they pretty much enjoy coming to work. Well, it's a really <laughs> cool thing too. The other thing when, when Chris Gentile, the executive director of the Nature Center mm -hmm. and, and I were sitting down talking about wanting to do this series through the summer um, and one of the things that was important to both of us is we wanted to highlight the people that are there. Mm -hmm. You know, every week we wanted to have a different staff member or volunteer from the Friends of the Nature Center or from the Nature Center because it's such an amazing collection of people that have assembled themselves right here in Western North Carolina from all over, 
from all over the country yes. with amazing experience and exposure to different education and mentorships that they've brought that expertise right here to not only make for an amazing um, experience at the Nature Center itself, but also what it's doing for education and research and all kinds of things well beyond the boundaries of the Nature Center. Right. The, the Nature Center staff, it's a wealth of information. Like, I thought I knew a decent amount about animals, and then I started working here, and, I mean, it's just, that learning curve went, <laughs> it yeah. skewed high. But um, anytime you see any of our staff, I'm, I'm sure they are happy. Like, if you're at the Nature Center, they would be happy to expound a little bit on the things that they love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're right. Part of the Nature Center's mission, it, it's about, yes, making sure these animals have safe places to be, but also the, the conservation and the education are such critical components of helping us complete our mission. So in the grand scheme of things, um, the more you learn about these animals, the more you love them, the more you want to protect them and their environments. All right. For people that are just getting out of work and tuning in the last couple of minutes of this hour of conversation, um, tell them about the next couple upcoming events. Sure. Uh, This Saturday is the Heyday Fall Festival at the WNC Nature Center. It's from 10 to 4 p.m. And it is going to be a crazy good time for families. We've got a scavenger hunt, hay maze, and face painting, food vendors, all kinds of fun. And the uh, Halloween? Halloween is October 26th. It's also from 10 to 4. There are going to be costume contests at 12 and 4 p.m., um, as well as some food vendors and additional fun things for you to do. All right. And then the final invite, the best way for people <laughs> to keep up with all the happenings and find out information about hours and everything else, what's the best way for them to do that? best thing is going to be to go to our website. It's wildwnc.org. You can plan your visit. There's an events page and you can see what things are coming up that you can hopefully get involved with. All right. Sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for being here with us today. No problem. Look forward to getting out to the Nature Center again very, very soon. Sudden Rift Adventures and Historic Travelers Rest South Carolina has been outfitting the foothills for over 37 years with the best boats, bikes, tents, and more. With great brands, Sunrift has you covered for every adventure. Stop into Sunrift Adventures' unique outdoor shop and say hello today. Go to sunrift.com for more information. That's sunrift.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.